This latest Lakers loss now has them two games behind San Antonio for the 11th spot in the Western Conference. Are their playoff dreams slipping away? What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, another uh, frustrating loss to the New Orleans Pelicans, a team that the Lakers absolutely had to beat. But, you know, at the end of the day, I've just become accustomed to the losses. Yeah, Hannah, um, you know, LeBron James came back from his ankle injury, scored another 38 points, had another great offensive night. Anthony Davis, this is what we've been waiting for for a long, long time now. He came back. He looked a little tentative for much of the game, but I think by the second half, he looked a little better and ended up with a strong 23 points. I think he had 12 rebounds and six assists. So AD played pretty well too, but they still lost, Hannah. The team still lost. It was a must-win game. So, you know, uh, can they make the playoffs? They're going to have to win the last five games, which is a tall order for a team which has not won two games in a row for three months now. But if they win the last five games, they might sneak into the 10th spot. Yeah, you know, they definitely have a, a tough schedule ahead of them to finish out the season. They have, you know, obviously we got to play Denver today. They got to play the Phoenix Suns. They got to play Golden State again. Uh, they got a tough, a tough last five games, and, you know, they've got to be absolutely perfect. I don't know, Dad, if they can do it. I mean, it's crazy because right now we're in the 11th spot. We're technically one game behind San Antonio, but really more like two because, as you all know, San Antonio beat us. Of course, they hold the tiebreaker against us. So, I mean, listen, the Lakers have to be absolutely perfect to close out this season. And to be honest with you, as we all know, Laker fam, this team has been anything but even close to perfect this season. Yeah, it's interesting. Denver's had a, a curious season. Whoever would have predicted they had been this good? And they've been good. They haven't had a you know a, a stupendous year, but they've had a very good year. Even without Jamal Murray, who's missed the entire year, he's probably their second best player. Uh, but you know, Jokic in the middle is always a dominant player, and it's going to require. I think it's probably going to require Dwight again. I know a lot of Laker fans were unhappy with the starting lineup in the last game uh, against the New Orleans Pelicans. They thought it was too clogging the middle, too many big guys. But I think with Jokic, if you remember a couple years ago, Dwight was pretty effective in in kind of uh, bullying him a little bit uh, because somebody's got to guard him. And, and if Dwight's not on the court, I, I don't know that AD has the strength to do it. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, we all know Frank Vogel loves to run these small ball lineups, but you got to look at the matchup. So, I mean, I think in this this game against Denver, Dwight's gonna it's gonna have to play some minutes because you're right, Dad. He does go up against go up against Jokic pretty well. He kind of is able to bully him around. Which right now, you know, AD. It's not that AD, of course, can't do it. I just think, especially right now, because he's coming back from you know a couple months off. I don't think necessarily he's the guy who is best man for the job. Yeah, uh, another odd thing about the last game, and it'll be curious to see if he does it today against Denver, is, you know, uh, Austin Reeves has been in the starting lineup for the Lakers for quite a long time now. THT, although not in the starting lineup, has been playing minutes all season. For some strange reason, out of the blue, he benched both of them. Neither one of them, you know, got a minute of playing time against the Pelicans, which was kind of odd. Instead, Avery Bradley, who had been on the bench for the last few games and hadn't played, all of a sudden, not only is he playing, he's in the starting lineup. Just another curious example of Frank Vogel's rotations that kind of drive people a little bit crazy. Yeah, well, Avery Bradley actually played well against the Pelicans. Daddy was a 4-for-5 from the floor, end of the game with a... 
10 points and three steals. So good game for Avery Bradley. But I mean, I agree with you. It is peculiar because, of course, Austin Reeves, especially uh, who was in the starting lineup, was playing pretty well. I mean, I know he's kind of slipped, you know, through the cracks a little bit lately. Maybe hasn't been contributing quite as much offensively, at least as he was, you know, about a month or so, so ago. But I definitely think that he deserves, you know, minutes. THT is a completely different story. I could care less, honestly, if THT plays or not. But Austin Reeves, I was surprised to see that he didn't play uh, in the game against the Pelicans because, to be honest with you, and uh, maybe, Dad, you disagree with me, I don't know, but I don't think the Lakers are going to be able to uh, get into that 10th spot. So if I were Frank Vogel, I would really play Austin Reeves. I would play THT, Malik Monk, all of our young guys as much as possible and give them as much experience as they possibly can get to finish out the season. Yeah, I, I think that's what a Laker, a lot of Laker fans think, Hannah. I, I think uh, the, the playoffs are such a long shot at this point. You know, don't you want to just give the young guys as much playing opportunity as you can? Now, look, I have nothing uh, but nice things to say about Avery Bradley. Frankly, I think he's been pretty good for the Lakers this year. But I wasn't commenting on the fact that, you know, he shouldn't have started. That wasn't really my point. My point was that with this coach, he goes from one lineup to the next. One day a guy's playing, next day he's not playing at all, and then all of a sudden he's starting. That That's the only point I was making. He had a pretty good game. I Again, it's it's just hard to figure out what's going wrong with the Lakers. I mean, we know they don't defend very well, but, you know, AD and LeBron were both back and both had pretty good games. And, and you know, but they're still losing, Hannah. They're still losing, and they got to try to figure out a reason why, you know, down the stretch, and this has been a problem all season long. The Lakers were in this game until the very end, and down the stretch, they folded. And that's happened too many times this year. You know, missed free throws. Anthony Davis missed two free throws at the end of the game, which were a killer. And, you know, they took lousy shots at the end of the game. And and meanwhile, Brandon Ingram and uh, CJ McCollum, frankly, they just outplayed LeBron and AD. That's just the bottom line, you know, younger, faster, and uh, they just look better. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned, you know, why the Lakers lost the game. Because to be honest with you, I, I don't really know because you look at the stat sheet, you know, they had five guys in double figures. LeBron did his thing, like you mentioned, with 38 points. AD was good with 23. Obviously, uh, Russ, you know, really, really shot the ball terribly. Uh, five for 15 from the floor. But still, you know, ended with 12, 12 points. Avery Bradley had 10. Malik Monk at 13. So, you know, they did have some other guys step up and contribute. But, Dad, you know, you, you mentioned the Lakers' unfortunate demise is the fact that they just cannot close out games doesn't matter if they are having you know the best offensive game for the first three quarters three three and a half quarters excuse me I mean if they're sharing the ball all of a sudden it seems like you know to end the fourth quarter they just start playing iso ball they start going one-on-one they completely forget to pass and start getting some sloppy turnovers and just don't defend don't get the rebounds and just really stop trying so I don't know well, really what it is uh, at this rate. You know, we only got about five games left. I think actually just exactly five games. So this is just a bad team, and it's kind of weird. We can blame the injuries. We can blame, you know, the inconsistent rotations and lineups and the drama and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, we had the talent. It just it didn't co-inspire on the court. Yeah, well, I'm not sure we had the talent, Hannah, at the end of the game, at the end of the day. You know, we, we have a bunch of guys who are at the very, very tail end of their careers. I mean, Carmelo Anthony did not play last night, but frankly, he's been awful the last two or three weeks when he's been playing. He he just looks he just looks done to me. Dwight Howard uh has been playing better lately, but he's, you know, largely looked done for much of the season. Trevor Ariza, the same thing. 
you know, Wayne Ellington, poor Wayne Ellington, he's the one guy, you know, he, he can't get off the bench to save his life. Uh, and, uh, you know, Kent Bazemore's had a few minutes here and there, but not much better. So it, it just, for whatever reason, Hannah, this season, it, this team just didn't mesh. You know, uh, they just didn't mesh. When we, we see all these other teams that the Lakers play, they just seem younger, faster, more confident, stronger, and certainly better shooters. You know, that that's a very noticeable almost every game. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure where the Lakers go, but we've got Denver ahead of us today. The Lakers usually play Denver tough. It could be interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, if the Lakers want to have any chance at all of sliding in that 10th spot for the play-in game. They they obviously have to get the win today. Dad, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like to be negative, but it doesn't seem like they're going to. But you know what? Maybe the Lakers will surprise me. Maybe they'll surprise all of us here at Lakers Nation, and they'll get the win. They'll win these next five games, and they'll be in that play-in tournament. You just never know, but I, I don't know, Laker fam. It's been a pretty rough season. Part of me is just kind of honestly ready for it to be over and to move on, and hopefully this offseason we can maybe get some younger guys, make some you know adjustments to this team, and see what happens. But Laker fam, that is going to uh, be it for today's show. Once again, an earlier game today, 12.30 afternoon start against the Denver Nuggets. I want to hear from you guys, though. Do you guys think the Lakers are going to make that play-in tournament? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can always message me on Instagram as well. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Thank you all so much. And until next time, Laker hand, Laker dad are out. Bye, everyone.